On this week's Byron Lazine podcast, I've got Eric Simon, my partner in Broke Agent Media. We go all the way back to the beginning. Where have we come from since we launched BAM? What Eric hates about me and what we have coming up in the end of this month. You do not want to miss it. Some huge opportunities stuffed into this podcast for you. All right, Eric, I thought we would do a little internal pod. I actually skipped my pod for the first time since we launched BAM last week. I was devastated, heartbroken on the skip, but uh, I'm glad we're going to do this internal pod. We're going to look back since we launched. Do you know the date? I think you had, you'd got a tattoo of the date, right? April 18th. It is engraved yes. in my head forever. More than my birthday, more than the founding of Israel, more than my engagement, April 18th. <laughs> When BAM launched. The wedding will be coming up next year. So that date you better remember. But yeah, we launched Broke Agent Media on April 18th. So now, you know, especially with all the big stuff coming up, we're going to be in Dallas together. We're going to be recording a whole new fresh batch of this podcast in particular, the Byron Lazine podcast, and just a whole bunch of content in general. So it's kind of like that, you know, end of the summer people on vacation and good time for us to look back on this BAM experience, the BAM launch, and then what we've got planned here going into the future. So I'm actually a little pumped about this internal pod. So am I. I mean, this is a conversation I've wanted to have with you, but we've been so busy creating content. We haven't even been able to, to like have an actual conversation. So yeah, maybe, is- yeah, not a reflective conversation. We yeah. have conversations obviously every day about, you know, just making sure the business doesn't completely disintegrate in the palm of our hands. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, maybe, maybe not a reflective. L- let me ask you this then, Eric, is, has it been, you know, you built the brand, the broke agent, and obviously broke agent media w- was born off of that brand recognition. Has it been, you know, in relation to just specifically the broke agent brand, has it been what you thought it would be when we launched? Yeah, it really has. It it echoes the voice where it has a slight humorous edge to it. And it also echoes the way we've evolved with content. And it's social first, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And it's crushing engagement wise on all these platforms. So, you know, a big fear of mine, would I be able to move a lot of the audience from the broke agent to consume more serious content. And I think you providing like the real estate news and the updates and then me providing the social media tips has been such a good one, two punch. And we're providing so much value that it's everything I've wanted to create content wise for the last like seven years. And it's so much more fulfilling to me right now to do actual marketing content and teach Instagram strategy and how to get more emails and stuff like that than posting the same meme every single day. So I love what we've done with the content so far. The integration of the shows has to me gone off a lot better than even, than I think I anticipated. You know, I, I didn't have to change who I was, right. I love that real word style. And obviously the, like what we do on the walkthrough pod, like that style of delivery is it's just how I operate. I love doing that type of show and headlines and, you know, going deep on on some of the more newsworthy topics. And I didn't have to like change my style and, and try to become like a, you know, a Danny Deals and do some crazy video to, you know, to make all this work. I could stay with 
with what I was was doing already. And so I didn't know how that would all kind of mesh together. But there is still a lot of humor to your point in the brand. And I, I haven't, you know, I haven't had to, you've taken care of that part of it. And, you know, along with, you know, a bunch of our contributors as well. But, you know, the vision of it and putting together, you know, I mean, the amount of time, Eric, that you and Jill and sometimes myself will sit there and overanalyze one post and then we'll call Bobby and I mean, we'll have four people where, and then, and then a writer's working on the co- I mean, it's like there's four or five people at times on all hands on deck on analyzing one post for Instagram or one piece of content for YouTube. It's incredible the level of attention and detail to attention that we give some of this stuff. The first month we call this zoom, the war room, me, you, Jill, Bobby, whoever else would be on yeah. it. And it was just running 24 hours. It was running 24 hours. Basically. It was like, you sleep for a couple hours, you pop back in the war room because so this is before April 18th, before we launched before April 18th and a little bit after April and 18th, a little bit after, as well. for sure. I'd say a couple of weeks lagging there just to make sure that we had content because it went from, you know, me producing a couple of memes a day, Instagram stories, which is an enormous amount of content in itself to, okay, now we're doing three to five blog posts a day. Now we're doing a show every single day. Now we have an email blast on a daily basis. And the attention to detail, I think people do recognize and notice and appreciate because these emails that we send out, like Jill and I will sit there for a couple hours and be like, okay, this should be the featured image. This should be the text that we use to get the people to open the emails. This is the order it should go in. This is how we should get more clicks. We should send it at this time. We should send it at two o'clock the next day. We need to mix and match the sponsors. So there's so much that goes into each piece of content. And I think that's why, you know, the brand has grown so much already. That's why the Instagram is already at 13,000 followers. That's why we're getting more engagement than other media companies that have been running for 15 years at this point. So, oh, on social for sure. I, I don't even think, you know, in terms of engagement, not like fake followers or anything like that. I mean, Bam is got the most engagement of, of any real estate niche media company in the game that there's just no question about that. But it's, it, you know, when you're talking about the email, like, you know, the last couple of weeks, you've been like, oh, we can get even more of an open rate. Our open rate is good. It's really good. But it's that overanalyzation of like, how can we get it 5% better? How, how can we tweak, you know, everything to just keep and things change all the time. In our text group today, we're talking about like, wow, you notice Gary V's doing like really long form copy on these TikTok. Bobby brought that up. And then and then I was chatting about it with you and Jill. Like Gary V right now, if you go onto his TikTok and you look at his post, really long form on the copy, like just instead of just putting a couple of emojis or, or asking a question, which I, I feel like I'm in the repetitive routine of just like asking a question on Instagram, just like, you know, being lazy with the copy and, and getting the post up there and knowing it's going to hit a certain number, but he's clearly doing that for a reason. And, and, you know, TikTok is like going deep on search and SEO right now. You know, that's probably in alignment with that, why he's writing so much. And, and so we're like, okay, we need to step up our game and, and test this out and see if it's going to work for us, especially on, on TikTok. Yeah, we're constantly evolving and being in it and creating this content for a media company has made us so much more in tune with how content gets absorbed and consumed. So even you just saying that right now, like you're used to your usual amount of captions, just asking a question and maybe doing like an emoji down. We know because of BAM, because we did a report on the HubSpot report that captions 
between one and 20 characters perform really well. And then captions with, what was it, like 100 plus characters perform better, like longer captions. So it's either, there's no middle ground. It's either short captions or long captions for that SEO. So when we hear something like that from Gary Vee or you see something like that, we start to implement that strategy immediately. And we test and we send each other the insights and we're like, okay, this this long caption is doing great. If you ask a question in create mode, that's going to get a lot of DMs. If you do a link that is a call to action, you're going to get more link clicks on that. Like this is like, I love doing this stuff so much. It's like my favorite aspect of this is just getting more clicks, getting more engagement, getting more YouTube subscribers, getting more email subscribers. That's all I think about all day. Not really. Well, and, you, and you do actually enjoy the testing like the process. So, I mean, Anybody that's been following along since April, since we launched BAM, you've probably seen us even. If, you, if you're following closely, you've probably seen us like, uh, okay, well, what, what are they doing? You know, we're trying a lot of different things. We're throwing some stuff up against the wall and we're looking at the data. We're overanalyzing the data and, you know, making moves from there. By the way, if you have been following since April and you're watching on YouTube right now, just, just hit the thumbs up button for us. Hit, give us a like if you've been following along that long. And even if you're new, th- you know, throw a, throw a like in there. love to know. Uh, who's been following this this journey? We got so much cool stuff coming up. Like I'm really excited to see a bunch of our sponsors in a couple of weeks. That's been another cool thing about this, is and we'll talk more about what, what we've got planned for the Tom Ferry Summit and and even maybe how you can be be a part, you know, hang out with us and, and all that kind of stuff there a little bit later on the pod. But you know, I think just meeting so many cool people through the sponsorship relationships and even before we launched, how many partnerships were like, yeah, we we want to we want to do a partnership with you, you know, really great companies. And that's, that's been really fun. It's, it's built some incredible relationships for us as well. Yeah, it's been great. I mean, I think our partnership at the beginning made a lot of noise because people understood your brand and they understood the broke agent brand. They're like, yeah, that makes complete sense to meld those together. You have humor on one side, you have news and analytical, you know, content on the other side, combine those in the amount of value we could provide. Plus the audience combination is, the most you know powerful thing in real estate branding and marketing right now, I think. So yeah, and, all, all those sponsorships are great. And then learning how to integrate the sponsorships within emails, within blog posts, within YouTube shows, like there's so many more options now. Like we are the best place to advertise. And this is not a pitch to sponsors. I just, I mean this completely. We are the best place to advertise right now in residential real estate because of how many creators we have because of our following and because we know how to integrate that content so well and so naturally with all these assets. Like no one else is doing that. People throw up like a banner ad on their website. You could click that. That does nothing. Like yeah. we're sending out so many email blasts and so you know many know how posts. little that does. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, you talked about our partnership and something that people didn't realize about either of us when we did this or not a lot of people maybe realize this. It's like, okay, okay. I know Eric, I know he's doing the broke agent, but what they didn't know is that you actually were making money off of the brand before that you had some great partnerships. You, you were doing some creative like coffee and contracts and some other um, deals that you were already doing to add extreme value to their, their user growth and their brand. And also a lot of people didn't realize that like you actually, you get a lot of this content because you spent a lot of time in the industry. You've done deals in the industry, being an agent isn't like exactly what you want to do, but you've done it and you spend a lot of time with agents and people don't always realize that when they are just looking at the broke agent side of things. And then looking at me, I don't think a lot of people realize that, you know, behind the curtain, 
I've actually been running a media company since 2017, 2018. It wasn't, it wasn't this, it wasn't BAM, it wasn't front facing, it wasn't Barstool Sports of real estate. You know, it was working with a lot of small businesses and teams. And we got a lot of, one, we, we had an incredible staff that we were able to plug in when we did this. And we made a lot of mistakes and we just got a lot of learning in on those years. And we were able to, you know, for, for me, it's like, let's just make payroll every single week and keep going. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we're able to do that. And now we're, now we're really uh, having a lot of fun with what we're doing with BAM. I mean, I couldn't believe those first couple of weeks. Like I, I knew you had a media company before, but I hadn't, you know, met every single one of them and, you know, having Bobby and Jill and Bobby like producing the podcast and the clips team is it's got to be the best in the industry. I mean, we pump out well, clips within 30 seconds of filming. There's five or we, six clips. Like we filmed the walkthrough on Thursday at 9 a.m. PST. You have clips by 10. It's crazy. We had TF on the real world. I was in Dallas. And so I'm like, hey, jump on the real world. Let's let's do a, a show. I was jumping on the Tom Ferry pod or whatever. And I don't know, this was a few months ago. And Courtney was there. Courtney's, I think she's been on over ask, I think. Yeah. Right. Tom's yeah. social media. So, she's person. She's incredible. She's great. Social media um, director for Tom Ferry. And so literally we do the pod in the morning and I jump on his, we do a couple other things. And then she walks up to me like two hours later and she just shows me her phone. She's like, you guys already have a clip out. I'm like, yeah, of course. This is what we do, Courtney. She's like, that's incredible. That yeah. is insane. Well, we understand Thanks. the importance of the clips to drive traffic to the shows. And sometimes we understand that the clip is more important than the show. We could get a clip that gets 30,000, 40,000 views. A podcast isn't going to get that yet, you know, especially in like the real estate industry. So we, we get that, like, we're still getting that attention and providing that value and putting out content. And that clip is so valuable. Nobody in this industry is doing two shows a week that have to be like, that have to be live, meaning not live, but they have to go out day of the, the real word and the walkthrough because they're so news based, right? Like those shows, you can't sit on them for, you can't even sit on them for 12 hours. Like what's the most like talked about topics right now? You got to record them and get them up. And so that those clips have got to be instantaneous. Yeah. Yeah, they do an incredible job. That integration from the beginning has been really, really smooth. And growing all these separate followings, growing the Overass following, the Byron Lazine following, the Between Two Lockbox following, that's really fun also to try to like plug those in through the Broke Agent, through Broke Agent Media, you know, figure out which one to spend time on, which clips to promote. And, you know, the blog post integration too is such a massive part to this. We have the best writers and I mean, we're, it sounds like we're just like, oh man, we have the best of the best, but we literally do. Yeah. It's insane. It's they pump, insane. they I, pump them out I, immediately too. I'll send something to the writers like, Hey, let's get an article on, you know, the new show selling OC. And then by the time it's sent, there's literally a two page article up already. In the comments, I'd love to know if you've read an ebook, if you've downloaded an ebook and you know, if you, obviously you've probably read some, some of the articles. What what do you think of the writing team? Love to know in the comments. We, we, these these two are just, they're incredible. They are. And this is something right here. You interjecting in this video, telling people to comment and throw a like, which if you're listening to this, you should definitely throw a like. That's a strategy that we're implementing right now too yeah. on YouTube we've is been, to keep reminding the audience to engage <laughs> with the video. So we're actively heavy doing on it. that one. I, I've been heavy on it. Yeah. I mean, no, so we've been, we've, we've both all been like, it's just been, 
it, we've, we see that when we do that on the real word or the walkthrough or whatever, that the, the algorithm reacts very kindly to it. So if you're doing any long form, like Eric's saying, you've got to start mixing it in on your stuff too. The call to actions, there's a direct correlation between a call to action and your engagement. And this is on Instagram yeah. posts too, asking people a question, using an emoji to point down, telling people what to comment, telling what opinion, not what opinion they should have, but to like voice their opinion. And then in YouTube, that call to action at the end, I just did that on one of my marketing videos and you know, you got 200 plus likes on a video with 2000 views, basically. So one in 10 people watching this were liking it. Speaking of call to actions, Eric. Yes. You got to go and check out Virtue Desk. They're one of our sponsors. We said we have so many great sponsorships. Well, Virtue Desk is probably the best virtual assistant company in all of the world. I only know the ones that like deal in here in America. And if you're listening to this, you're probably in America. So Virtue Desk is the best that I've ever worked with. I've worked with a whole bunch of them. We have we have vir we have virtual assistants that are working with our clips team. So we have a virtual assistant that actually is doing clips. We have uh, virtual assistants that are helping out with just management stuff, freeing up time. In my other company, the real estate team, which will do a thousand transactions here, our entire transaction coordination coordinating team is virtual assistants. It's an incredible way to scale. They're going to be hanging out with us, by the way. I'm going to have Pavel, the CEO of Virtue Desk, on this CEO when we're in Dallas. So we're going to hang out with them. Uh, you got to hit the link below, Virtue Desk, best deal in the business. The link below, We've they're one of our great sponsors. And I'm excited about hanging out with those guys. I'm excited about a lot of the people we're going to have to hang out in, with in Dallas, but especially yeah, the, Virtue the Desk. TF so hit crew. the link below. TF crew for sure. Electric. We've got, we're going to talk about TF and there's going to be a link below for uh, TF as well, but, but definitely if you're looking to scale your business, every single company I've been involved with, uh, virtual assistants have been such an incredible part of it. So make sure you hit that, that link. So, all right, let's get into some of that stuff, Eric, the, uh, the trip we've got coming up. If I'm going to tell you right now, I am not going to be doing, I know everybody likes, you know, the BAM bash is coming up. Everybody likes to party with BAM. We're, we're the party boys. We're, we, you know, we have all the fun. I am not going to be doing the amount of drinking. We didn't even do that much drinking, but just the, the amount of insane energy draining activities. I feel like that we engaged in when we were in Montauk with yeah. Danny deals a few weeks ago, it took three years off my life. It, it absolutely, I think I've got Lyme disease. I think I got <laughs> sick uh, on top of that. I, I think everything that's bad that's happened to me in the last three weeks, is because of that trip to Montauk. You, so Dallas is going to be a different experience. Maybe a little wine at dinner. Yeah, you know, right. Bam Bash is going to be wild. But but I'm not going. I'm not draining the tank to zero, Eric. I'm just going to make that clear now. You're still recovering. It's been three weeks since New York. New York was a very difficult trip for all of us. I think we got some good content <laughs> in. We're now we filmed all those marketing videos, so that was great. But I completely Which agree killing, with you. They're crushing. I completely agree with you. I just attended the Inman Connect conference in Vegas. You weren't there. Dan O'Neill wasn't there. Thank God. And it might have been the best trip I've had, not because you guys weren't there, but because I fell asleep <laughs> one night at 1030. There. I had like two cocktails, hit the casino by myself, lost everything, but I still fell asleep. I got to wake up in the morning. I worked out. 
I went to the conference at a reasonable time. I felt presentable. My brain was firing on all cylinders. I was like, this is how you do real estate conferences. That's how you're supposed to do it. And yeah. the next night, you know, I got, I got partied a little bit. There was a cool happy hour down at the Cosmo, but I still kept it together and had a fantastic speaking gig panel with Matt Leonetti at Emin. And I was like, I want to do this exact same thing for the TF. So I am on board, but I guarantee you Tuesday night, Wednesday night, yeah, we're going to get after it. Tuesday night, we're going to get after it. That's the BAM bash. We're yep. getting in on Saturday. So we can, my point is we can ease <laughs> into it. We don't have to, Correct. like on Saturday and Sunday, there's no need for us to do anything other than strategize the week, have some some grown-up discussions, maybe a little steak, maybe a little red wine. Yeah. You never know. Maybe, maybe a, a martini with around. steak. You know, you got to <laughs> have a martini with steak. The thing is, what we do at these conferences, we record so many podcasts too. So yeah. you're probably going to film 10, 15 podcasts, a you know, lot, at, yeah. you know, on that Monday and a little bit, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday as well, because this is where everyone gathers all, all, all the real estate talent, all the best coaches, all the best agents, all the best brokers, all the best sponsors. They're all going to be at this Tom Ferry summit. So this is where we get our content. So we do have to be on our A game, but I guarantee and, and you Danny Deals is there. He's my kryptonite. We're going to be oh getting, or the- at least me. I'm going to have one of the conferences we did in January. I mean, the, the, the great thing about this long form is, and I've been saying this for, I feel like years is the ability to get all these different clips. Right. And so we had a podcast in podcast session in January, the pod I did with Glenda, which I'll be doing another pod with her in Dallas. I'm still putting out clips on that. We, her and I just collabed on one on Instagram, which went to 800,000 the other day. Damn. Like uh, that, this is from January. So one long form, if you really sit there for an hour or 45 minutes or a half hour or whatever, and you go into it with the mindset of, I'm going to just like ask engaging questions, have a, be present, have a great conversation with the person I'm hanging out with or, or the couple of people then you're going to get an abundance of clips. You can get 10 clips where you blast out four or five of them right when the right when the pod goes live. And then you use four or five of them down the road when, like you've talked about this all the time, when you're repurposing or having a week where you're struggling for content. It's like, I just love the long form game so much. And I mean, this year, since we launched BAM, the, the amount of like cool people I've gotten to hang out with, Sean Black, you know, he comes top of mind, the founder of, truly uh before they sold to zillow and he's the ceo of knock right now he, he bobby loves sean because he told he told us that this was the best production he's ever been on uh, of any any podcast he told right? bobby Nick, he was jacked or something yeah he, he, he bobby loves it he's just loving it um nick bailey the ceo of remax spencer, Obviously spencer raskoff. raskoff i mean that's tell that story yeah i mean it was awesome. We got to, well, I didn't. Byron got to interview Spencer Raskoff. This was first week of BAM. And we drove to his house and there wasn't really a place for me to sit in the area we were filming. So I basically- his estimate on the house is 25 million. Yeah, exactly. So I basically stood outside and practiced my golf swing in a car mirror for about an hour and a half. Got a nice suntan. And, an hour uh, and a half in this uh, gated driveway. Just I look outside and I just see Eric just doing circle. You know when Eric does that funny, he stands up straight. If you've ever seen uh, Eric do his funny uh, photo pose, yeah. he was doing that the entire time in the driveway. Yeah, I was. I was just making sure my elbow was in so I don't come over the top, push it to the right so I have a nice little draw. But that was that was a great opening week to BAM, having Spencer Raskoff drop. I mean, that's got to be yeah, the biggest interview. 
no, there's a big shout out to Spencer for doing that. Hey, are we go- we're golfing in Dallas, right? Oh yeah, we're playing Cowboy Country Club, which we played last time on Saturday. Um, great country How, club. And how's then, the foot? You, you were you were struggling in New York. You had a, I mean, a, I still beat both of Jones you. Fracture. You guys were playing like complete clowns out there, but the Jones fracture is healing very <laughs> I won nicely. Thirty nine hundred dollars. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, Dan had the shanks, yeah. but well, yeah, we got to find a fourth. If we're listening to this, you're in Dallas. You want to pair up with us? Leave a comment. Throw the video. Yeah, like. that's true. We do need a fourth Saturday and Sunday. I did text uh, somebody for that, but I don't okay. know. If they're, they're not going to be there Saturday, so yeah, definitely let us know if you're going to be there early. This po- this pod's going to go up on Friday, so the giveaway is already done for the for the um, two Tom Ferry Summit tickets. Yep. But are are we going to be giving away Bam Bash tickets? Yeah, we'll give away a couple Bam Bash tickets. We could do it on this podcast right here. We'll give you. You know, all you could drink VIP tickets, right? Okay. So yeah. what do they got to do? All they got to do is throw a comment that says Bam Bash, and we'll sort Bam through bash. the comments if you're attending the Tom Ferry Summit, and then we will message you directly. We'll, you know, check out your email from your YouTube channel, and then we will set you up with VIP tickets. All right. So if you are going to Tom Ferry Summit, Bam Bash in the comments, and one of you guys is going to get two tickets to the Bam Bash. That's Tuesday, 6 to 9 It'll be the most incredible three-hour experience of your life, Summit, except for when Tom's on stage, of course. And Pantana, because that guy just drops nonstop knowledge. One thing I want to I want to provide one more uh, piece of value in this. One thing you were talking about long-form content and getting all those clips. One thing you taught me very early on was you ask questions for clips. Yeah. So instead of having like a long-winded question and then having an answer, you'll say something very quickly like. Um, you know, are we playing golf this weekend? And then they have a great answer to it right there. And then that's the clip because it's great to have multiple, multiple people in those clips. You'll hear me run on some, you'll hear, hear me run on sometimes. And so like, if I'm going to reframe, I'll reframe the question, like old school radio style at the end of my run on knowing that that's going to lead off the clip. Actually, Eric, a podcast that you and I talk about sometimes it's tough to get through and it's not, it's not real estate related, but the Nelk boys podcast they do a good job of just like, I mean, they, it sounds like they ask the dumbest questions sometimes, but they are also like chirping in to make sure that they're in the clip with the guest. Yes. It's, it's, I think it's what they're doing as well. And that's, what's great about the walkthrough clips too, is you'll say something super valuable. Dan will say something that makes no sense. Tay will say something incredible <laughs> and then I'll bookend it with something that makes no sense. So you have like a great contrast of like humor and value. That's why I love what was that the show. One I love clip, those clips. That one clip when you said at the end, uh, the was it the Sleepy Joe comment? That was incredible. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I wanted to ask you. We haven't actually had a chance to talk since the real word went up on, uh, well, yesterday's show. So at the end of the real word, did you watch it? Did you watch it truthfully? Did you yes, watch this I watched, real word? yeah, the left, right, or middle. You did, okay. Yeah, I thought so, you were talking about like a picture. Yeah, yeah, of course. At the end of... I used to do, Nicole and I on The Real Word, if you listen to that pod, we used to do two rackets, which is like, is this a racket or not in real estate, this trending topic? It's the first two segments, two two headlines, basically. And then the third topic is always the marketeer of the week. Well, Overass does such a better job. Congrats, by the way, on your award, the Inman Innovator Thank you. Award that you and Matt took down for BAM. You took it down for BAM yeah. and for the Overask fam. So Absolutely. there you go. Congrats thank on you, that. Thank you. Thank you. Um, 
but you guys do a great job, obviously, the marketing stuff. We've got the Bammer of the Week. It, it didn't make sense to keep going with with the Marketeer of the Week, and I wanted to change it up and innovate it. We're, you know, we're 230-something episodes in. It was time, and I've been just playing with this idea and and kind of where the state of everything is, and you've got, like, you do have elections coming up in November. I just, I just felt like the timing couldn't be better to do a – political segment which when i say that people are probably like what it, it, has byron lost his mind he's doing a a political Destroying segment. the company <laughs> what is he trying to is he trying to get himself canceled but but not a not a political set um segment where i'm taking a stance on any you know any side and that's why the segment is called left middle right it's the these are the headlines in politics that you need to know if you're a real estate entrepreneur and real estate agent, because you need to articulate them back to your community or when you're on a listing appointment in a way that tells the seller, that tells your community that you actually are a smart person. You're paying attention. You know, like one of the headlines this week was about pension funds in, in these local towns. You know, they, they, a lot of them are, have a shortfall. Well, that's going to impact property taxes. So when you're in front of, sitting in front of a seller and they ask you, what do you, what do you think is going to happen to the value of my home? Well, if you're in one of those towns where the pension fund has dropped considerably, you know they're going to have to raise property taxes. A significant rise in property taxes hurts property values. You can you could say, hey, I, I, I'm not trying to hard sell you, but here's what I believe is coming in the future because of X, Y, and Z. And if you're paying attention, you know, you know this data as well. And that's why I think we should list today. And I do think that there's a lot of this information. And so what I'm at, when I'm bringing it up, did, was it, um, did it feel like I was leaning in any direction? Was, was it well executed? Is it a segment I should light on? Or as Kevin O'Leary would say, take it outside and, and you know, kill it behind the barn. What do you think about the segment? I like the segment. I don't think you were taking a specific stance. I can't tell you I watched the entire segment. I watched the mm. beginning of the segment. But I know how you're going to operate on this, and I know it's going to be uh, it's going to be perfect. <laughs> um, right. But my thoughts on it is content wise, it's great. It's actionable for agents, like you said. If there's like a bill in Congress that's going to affect the housing market or something like that, then that's something they should 100% know about it. And from a content perspective, us pushing it out, those are those action points where you could let the comments drive the engagement. You could let the people on the right, on the left, on the middle, or in the middle drive those engagements with you just kind of presenting the actual topic itself. I mean, you, you did the real word a couple of weeks ago where you said a headline, what was it like, is Congress going to destroy the housing market or something like that? Yeah. And that thing got like, you know, three times the amount of views it usually does. Yeah, like that's great. a great headline. And I also think that's a great headline. And we were talking about this on the walkthrough, some of the headlines you could use, you could take from that's got a little bit of political spice to it. And then just go use it as the headline to get the attention in your community and then just go deep on, you know, the value that you can add from the real estate perspective that's in relation to that topic. And now is a, a better time than any to do it. Now, I would still say real estate agents, make sure that you are down the middle on, you know, especially on, you know, social issues or, you know, any of this other stuff that's going on, you know. Trump gets his house raided. Like, don't make a post that you were out there protesting 
for or against it. Th- th- those would be insane posts. But I actually I do just see flew agents- back. I actually just flew back from Mar-a-Lago. I was outside with a flag, <laughs> su- showing my support. <laughs> just kidding. How much is everyone? A, how much is a room at Mar-a-Lago? I don't know. I think I don't think you could get in there, Eric. Yeah, probably not. I don't know. A couple more, couple more years of ban, maybe I could. Looks like a great but, golf course, though. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I'm sure it's a great golf course, but. You do see agents for whatever reason on Facebook or on their Instagram story or wherever, like go really, really far one way or the other, like very far away from the middle for sure on politics. And I'm just like, wow, what if you just left somebody's house on a listing appointment and they're far opposite of whatever you're posting? You know, you wonder why you're not going to get the call back. Yeah. They're just people hire people they like, you know, so try to. You know, it's like being a chameleon. Try to be likable to more people and you'll do more business. There's a couple of agents that have dove into the political, not commentary, but have really kind of shown their colors as to what side they're on. And the people that share that side will love you more and respect you more. But the people that well, there don't is something to that. will hate yeah, you. Right. So you are alienating half your audience, but you'll get crazy engagement. That's for damn sure. Any political statement you make on your story or in your feed posts, especially now on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, anything like that, you'll get flooded with comments. So it's just, are you willing to accept the fact that you're pushing away half your audience? And mm. can you handle those comments? Certainly. Yeah, I might could. be something to that because you, you can't get everybody's business. So right. yeah, you know, maybe. Well, it's kind of like, right there. It's kind of like how we always preach you know, show your hobbies, show your family, show your interests, and you'll attract like-minded people. Show, who show you voted your voter for. ID card. Yeah, exactly. You know, show show what rally you might or might not be attending. <laughs> I think that could definitely, you know, spark some comments and maybe some more clients or lose you. Some I think clients. you can. I think you can do a Google search on a lot of people and get their voter designated party. Can you do that? I don't know. Let's not give people the tools to do that. Let's <laughs> not. Well, it'd be Google would be the tool. Yeah, you know? I understand. Everybody but... has that. Everybody has that tool. All right. So how are we wrapping this thing up? Anything else on the on Broke Agent Media? Anything you haven't liked? What have you not liked? What, what's the number one thing you don't like about me, Eric? Oh, that's tough with you sitting right here. I would say sometimes this is what I don't like about you. You'll go to bed at 7 o'clock. You'll go to bed at 7 o'clock Eastern time. <laughs> So I know that like four o'clock or five o'clock my time, our communication yeah. is basically shot. So I'm still oh. operating. I'm trying to like switch to East Coast yeah. time. So now I'm getting up at like 545, 6 every morning to start putting out content immediately because you're super right about this. Other content companies are putting out content 5 a.m., 4 a.m. Eastern time. So we have to be up there too. So that switch I do like because I'm getting up earlier and I feel like my day is ending sooner. But if there's like a pressing issue or something and I text you at five o'clock my time, you're done. I'm sleeping. Yeah, you're sleeping. And then I'll get a text from you at like 2 a.m. my time saying like, this is a disaster. This needs to be removed immediately or something like that. This so. is late for me. We're, we're recording this at it's it's uh, after seven o'clock Eastern time. This is this is a late, late yeah. pod. For yeah, me. you'll be in bed in an hour. So I'd say that's the main thing I don't like. The other thing I don't like, but I also like is that this is a never-ending content avalanche, which you and I discussed back in January. But yeah. we knew what we were taking on, but there is no turning off. There's no 
like Saturday, there's content going up, there's blogs, there's Instagram posts going up. And I've always, I've been doing this with the broke agent, but now there's a responsibility to the company and to our sponsors and to our shows and to our contributors and to our staff that are writing this stuff that if it doesn't get out and it doesn't get posted, it's like it never happened. So it's 24-7. Obviously, you know, you've you've done it yourself. uh, But this last week, I I had to do the walkthrough with like a hundred and I was at 101 fever. Yeah. I mean, I came in, I came into our office. Bobby's in there. Actually, Bobby wasn't in there. Haley was in there that day. And I'm like, Haley, I still have this fever. Like, I, I don't know what to tell you, but sit on the other side of the room, open the window and put that freaking camera on. Let's go. Like, we have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. You sound like Kermit the Frog. It was actually a great walkthrough, though. That was a good walkthrough. Yeah. This week's going to be fire. Who? Do we, uh, well, actually, it would, it would have been yesterday that you would have seen the walkthrough. We've got uh, Mac making his first appearance. Robert Mac speaking at TF too. He'll he'll be fantastic. He was fantastic on the walkthrough. If you're watching this right now, go watch the walkthrough that we just filmed yeah. yesterday. He was he was absolutely fantastic. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know he's going to be fantastic, and and he's doing some cool. He's going to be in Dallas too. So all right, wait, wait, real definitely quick. in the comments, Bam Bash. If you want to come hang out with us, if you're going to Tom Ferry Summit, go ahead, Eric. The walkthrough is my favorite show. I think. It's, you know, 30 minutes, real estate news, marketing tips, everything that's happening in the real estate community. But it's Byron and I as the host, if you haven't seen it yet, comes out every Thursday and we have two rotating guests. And I think it just adds such a different flavor every time. Like it's it's fun every single time. And it's just different people giving their opinions. There's a lot of laughs on it. It's a really relaxed show. And we drew that up back in January in Naples. We're like, we got to have a show every Thursday where we do this. And I think the execution from week one has been really good. Like that show is solid every week. Oh, I love that show. It's, it's fun. It's a lot more coordination because you're scheduling two guests every single week and you have to have fresh, hot news topics every single week. But when when we execute on it, it's a beautiful thing. I love that show. And that show's available. Like I know a lot of people listen to this show as opposed to YouTube. It's available on everything, Spotify, Apple. So wherever you're listening, you can get the walkthrough. Definitely go check that out. We love reviews on these uh, audio. We haven't done enough. We have so much content everywhere. We haven't done enough call to actions on the audio stuff, but would love you to consider doing a review there. If you're hit me and Eric up, if you're going to be in Dallas, I mean, we that entire Monday, we are doing a ton of, you know, podcasts. There's actually an Airbnb that we have that a content house, the hype house, the BAM house. house. And and, uh, I don't think. You're going to be able to sleep on the couch, but we could get you to, you know, hang out with us. If you're a big time bammer, uh, we'd love to have you hanging out with us. There's a rooftop deck over there. We're just going to kind of be yeah, there we'll all throw day. You off day. Of yeah. <laughs> Come over. We'll throw you off the deck. D- Danny Deals is going to have a keg on the rooftop <laughs> deck and there'll just be a, a, a keg stand line going exactly on the rooftop. This is going to be a wild time. I'm getting my sleep in now. I'm going directly to bed right now. I'm trying to get 12 hours of sleep in a night. Oh my God. No, that, that is impossible. I'm doing the, the 5 a.m. call tomorrow, so I can't do it. But You don't actually have to be up at 5, right? Can you pre-record that? What's better to be I've, on it? I've never pre-recorded the 5 a.m. In the six or seven years we've done it, every single time I moderate the 5 a.m. call, I do it live. Wow. Impressive. What's that guy say? Which guy? Uh, I, can't, I can never remember his name. The news guy. F it. We'll do it live. We'll do uh, it live. Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> what a great, what a great clip. Great clip. Is. Yeah. A great man right, too. Well, Just kidding. <laughs> Delete that part, Bobby. 
Delete everything gonna... <laughs> I've said about politics. It's all jokes. It's no. all, I'm just trying to provide a little levity here. Put Eric's voter card up. We're going to see everybody in Dallas. I cannot wait for the BAM bash and uh, hope to see you guys there. Eric, thanks for doing the internal pod as we gear up for a big end of the month. See you in Dallas. See you there. Mm-hmm.